Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 66 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. I am Brent Coley, an elementary principal in beautiful and currently extremely warm Southern California. It is summer break. We're recording the podcast. And joining me today, I'm very excited, a fellow elementary principal, also from California, Jeff Kubiak. Jeff, how you doing, my brother? I am doing so well. I'm just sitting in my kitchen, looking out the back where my two children and dog are playing in the pool. As with you, it is scorching already at 10 a.m. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've been, uh, we've actually been. I don't know about you, but we've been very blessed so far this summer that it it really. I, normally by this time it would have been like 110. And we haven't hit that yet, but but we're about triple digits. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, Jeff, um, we we know each other. Again, fellow principals, we've interacted on Twitter. Uh, we are both blessed to be authors with the Edumatch Publishing uh, family. So we're, we're totally blessed to do that. But for anyone who's not familiar with you or your work, give us a brief a brief intro. Who is Jeff Kubiak? Well, I, um, I try to be father and husband first. And, um, you know, I, I grew up in uh, Davis, California. And at the time, it was just a small little college town, uh, kind of bloomed and blossomed. Um, I was uh, a highly competitive, world-class swimmer for a long time. Then I became a swim coach, got into education, thanks to my mother, who taught for 32 years in high school, and because of my amazing sixth grade teacher, Miss Sherry. And, you know, I just, uh, this is my 20th year in education and, uh, you know, I, I try to do things the way that I feel I didn't have. I hated school. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to ensure that all kids get a fair crack. And by that, you know, equity can go so deep. And so, um, just trying to balance, you know, like our wonderful friends, uh, Jessica, Jessica and Sarah of balance, you know, lead with balance, balance, like a pirate, mm-hmm. we, it's, it's critical. And so I'm just trying to be a balanced guy and, and doing the right thing. Yeah. I, I, what you said resonated with how, how you struggled in school. You didn't like school. I had a horrible sixth grade, uh, year, <laughs> the middle school <laughs> I went to, it was, it was horrible. And I remember when I had the opportunity to become an assistant principal at the middle school level with sixth graders, seventh and eighth graders. I remember that was like what was in my mind that I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that none of the kids at this school feel like I did when I was in sixth grade. So I think it's like, even when we have those terrible experiences in ourselves, it's amazing how we can use those for good, especially at this point in our career. So Yeah, totally. And for me, it was fifth grade. Um, I struggled. And I actually had a teacher that um, actually assaulted me. He um, at one point, he took me outside, grabbed my neck and slammed my head several times Mm. against the classroom door. And, uh, you know, this was in the mid 70s. And but people didn't get me, you know, Uh, I had a lot of problems. I had, you know, we would have clinically diagnosed Jeff back then with ADHD, um, anxiety, learning was hard for me. I was the class clown because I didn't want to learn. And, um, 
no one wanted to get to know or connect with me until sixth grade. You know, Mrs. Sherry, she, she turned my life around. So yeah, I I just, I don't want to ever see that happen to kids. Yeah. And it's nice that we're now in positions where we can do uh, what we can to drop those, those one drops of kindness. Notice my little segue in here. Uh, Love it. <laughs> so I, the, the topic, I mean, every episode of the, every episode of the podcast has a, has a topic, a theme um, and kindness. Kindness is your jam, which uh, I love. Uh, and you recently dropped another pun intended a book with EduMatch called One Drop of, T- of Kindness. It's a children's book for anyone who is listening, who is, and this is not, um, <laughs> this is not a, we're not doing this to just market, but I, but I want to tell you, this is a great book with a theme of kindness. We kind of talked about that a little bit that I didn't get it in sixth grade. <laughs> Jeff didn't get it in fifth grade. It's a great book promoting how small acts of kindness can reap huge dividends. And Jeff, just really like what was, what was the story behind you writing this book? Well, you know, it's, it's funny because um, kindness was, wasn't easy for me as a kid. And, um, you know, there's a Gus in every school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was Gus. I was picked on. Then I started picking on. Um, I, I just wasn't happy, you know. Um, unfortunately, I had a father who had a really, really tough childhood. And he had some anger issues. And, you know, so it, it, it wasn't easy. He had a huge heart, but it wasn't easy for any of us. And so to me, we're missing kindness in our world. I mean, from every school, classroom, house, even the white one, hint, hint, <laughs> is, um, is something that I think we could do better. And, but, it's, you know, it's not automatic for everyone, you know, like for me. And, you know, there's even times... It, at school that I could, you know, be a little terse or impatient. And I was like, Oh my God, where's my heart? And we have to embed it in our kids and we have to help it. And so, you know, if I I'm driving, I see Brent Coley on the side of the road with a sign or just a a duffel bag, it's 105 degrees. Why can't I take four seconds out of my day, pull over, give Brent some water, offer him to, you know, grow across the street, grab a sandwich and and an ice cold Mm -hmm. drink or something. It's like, if we positively intend to make the next person's life better, I mean that, you know, and it's cliche to say, I get it, but like that ripple, it really works and it's exponential. And so then Brent passes it on because yeah. now he's felt this in his heart and it just, it really, really is a chain reaction, domino effect and all that kind of stuff. But we have to be intentional. You can't just think it's going to automatically come because it doesn't. It's very difficult for some people. You know what I mean? Oh, I, absolutely. <laughs> and I think the intentionality is is the key. I think it's also important, too, to, to remind ourselves sometimes that it does not have to be this, I'm going to go down to, uh, I'm going to go down to Mexico and, and build, a, <laughs> build a home for somebody. And again, not in any way to diminish that, because I think that's fantastic when when we're able to do things like that. But I mean, one of the things that I know, like with my kids, 
grocery carts at the grocery store mm -hmm. in the parking lot. And I'm sure you've seen this. I mean, how many times have you uh, driven in, parked at your at your your local grocery store, your supermarket, and you see grocery carts strewn everywhere throughout the parking lot, <laughs> except where they're supposed to go, right? The little, totally. the yep. little uh, corrals, the, the cart corrals. And I remember like talking with my, I've got, I've got a almost, well, she's heading off to college in a month and I've got a 14, almost 15 year old. And I remember talking with them, like, like trying to impart that to them, like, Hey guys, Megan, Ben, like you see when dad does this and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it's an example of a smart, of a small thing that what's the big deal, dad. It's it, there's somebody whose job it is to get all those carts. It is, but having that conversation say, yeah, but if I take the few extra seconds to actually walk my cart back to the caddy or the corral, that's an act of kindness that I'm showing toward this, this employee for the grocery store that I'm probably not going to see. I know I don't know, but if I'm making his life or her life a little bit easier, that's a small act. That's one drop of kindness that could make a huge difference because when it's 110 degrees <laughs> and that guy's got to go out in the, in the blazing sun and get all those carts or it's pouring rain, those little, those little drops of kindness can make a huge difference. And I just think that's a small example. Like your example, just stop over. Here's some water. Something, I mean, something as simple as that can make a huge difference. Yeah, totally. I mean, and you know, <clears throat> going back to the cart guy or gal, you know, that might be something where, oh, they could attend to a spill in the store that, you know, averts someone from falling or they could mm -hmm. be helping to carry out someone's groceries or doing whatever, right? Doing X, Y, or Z instead of having to do that. Because as a former cart guy working uh -oh. for Lucky's and Nugget in high school, dude, 110 degrees in the summer, having to pull 20, 30, 40 carts from down the street and across the street from apartments. It's not easy. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, I would have rather been stocking shelves or bagging groceries. So, yeah. Um, so that example hits a little. <laughs> totally, man. <laughs> uh, it's funny that you brought that up. <laughs> so do you have, cause I was thinking when we, I was, when I was preparing for our chat, like what are, cause you and I both work in elementary schools. So we have yep. the opportunity, like you said, for those who haven't yet read the book, I mean, Jeff, you mentioned there's a Gus. I mean, that that kiddo who um, it, it isn't as kind all the time. But what are some things – do you have any stories of times where you have seen those random acts of kindness where kids just went out of their way unprompted to just do something awesome? You know, I I, I look back on on my, my awesome threesome that – I had a group of girls um, at each school. I've tried to start some sort of a kindness club or whatever, but I had three fifth graders this year that wanted to do something. And so it was all them. I supported, they drove and they, they came up with the name Monday kindness crew and it had to be crew with a K. <laughs> they decided they wanted to make life better for the school. And so it started small with three kids First, trying to impact the school by, you know, painting kindness rocks, picking up trash. But then they started 
trying to connect with some of the kids. I said, Mr. K, who are some kids that are struggling? Mm. I'm like, what? Yeah, shoot. How could we make their life better? And so then I'm thinking inside my head, holy cow, these are fifth grade girls. Yeah. They want to increase the kindness in someone's heart randomly. And so, you know, I kind of walked around and they could say, oh, look at that kid. He's kind of by himself. Or that one's trying to, you know, take the ball. He must be angry or maybe not happy. So they started intentionally looking for the Gus's, boys, girls, teachers, whatever. And, and, you know, thank you cards, um, the, the cart going around to give teachers snacks mm-hmm. um, and inviting kids in, hey, we're going to go play X, Y, or Z. Or you want to go hang out on the buddy bench, or do you want to come read a book? And it like it blossomed. We had like forty to forty-five kids by the end of the year. Jones in every Wednesday to do something, and they came up with an agenda what we were going to do each week. Um, it was amazing, and so it could have been just something like, "Gosh, your shirt looks great today," or you know, "I love your haircut." That little thing, you know what? That kid. Oh, yeah could have been beaten this morning. He could have not been fed. She could have, you know, watched her parents get in a fight or not come home or something. Right. And so those little things you think, Oh my goodness, someone noticed me. Yeah. Someone thought about me. Wow. Maybe I could do that to someone else. And it's just, Oh, I mean, that's, you know, Brent, that, that's why we do what we do. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's for those things. It's not for, you know, having a kid master their math facts. Um, it's for that because hopefully that kiddo is going to continue on and make life better for everyone else around him. That's, it's phenomenal. And it was to- <clears throat> totally student driven, right? A hundred percent. Like my buddy Rick Jett and Rebecca Coda, you know, let them speak. It's got to be student voice and choice. Yeah. It has to be, has to be. And, and so what, what was your, what did you do? Like, you give them a room? Did you, did you, you just showed up and let them, let them run the show? I, I'm, I'm asking this question because I'm very interested in trying something like this. Yeah. So we were either in the conference room or we'd squeeze into my office or we'd go outside if it wasn't too hot. Mm-hmm. We'd find a place. And the week before we had decided what we're doing. So if we were going to do um, random cards um, for staff, you know, all the way from our cafeteria workers, custodians, noon duties. We call them character coaches. Um, I would get all the supplies and they would just go. I'd hang out, put music on, and I'd join in. Um, and then if it got big, we, you know, maybe use the library. Um, but they, I said, okay, let's do every month or by month. They're like, no, Mr. K, we want every Wednesday, let's do this, you know. And so that's what they wanted. And so I gave it to them, you know, we're out in the garden painting rocks and we're, hiding them throughout the school and kids. Oh my God, Brent, they're running to the office with their kindness rock, getting a selfie and they get a little PBIS um, ticket to get a prize. And then we rehide them. I mean, it just, it became just this huge addiction to, to doing the right thing. And it was so epic that these kids wanted to make, our school better. And, that, and yeah. how can I not support it? I was just gonna, that's what I was just going to say. It's like when kids come like, Hey, Mr. K, can we do this, 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 this? You're like, um, okay. Like I'm not, you don't have to twist my arm. That's, that's been, and, and all it required of you was, okay, I'm going to block that time out in my calendar and give them a room. And then just basically, what do you need? But you're, it, it wasn't a lot of extra work 
on your time. Not that even if it wouldn't have been, if even if it would have been, still would have been worth it. But it wasn't. The kids are doing this. Exactly. And, you know, it was during their lunch. And so, you know, maybe I'd run out real quick for something. But, you know, I'm blessed to have a, an assistant principal. It's basically like a co-principal, mm-hmm. Sherry McCormick. She's amazing. But, yeah, so you, you, you find a way to make it work. And maybe I'm inconvenienced, but I could really care less because they're giving up their lunch with their pals to make an incredibly impact on human improvement. And that's just mind-blowing to me. That's that's awesome. We had uh, toward the end of this last school year, we had because uh, I've tried. I've been doing the good news calls of the day. Oh, with, love them! Yeah, uh, it's just it's just awesome. And and next year, I, I'm I'm my goal is to be to be more <laughs> to be more disciplined with that. But we had uh, a teacher let me like reach out and say, "Hey, Brent, I got a call for you." We had one of our students who went out of his way and a student who, who typically um, this is not necessarily, not necessarily the student who is um, leading the kindness crew type thing. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't call him a Gus or anything like that, but, but just one who wasn't really on the radar, so to speak. Okay. We okay. Had, yeah. We had a good, good kid, but just, just real quiet and kind of did his own thing. And we had another student who, who was battling cancer this last year. So had spent time out of school getting treatment and things like that. And which is, is hard. Uh, I mean, for anybody, but especially when you're, when you're talking about a young child. And uh, so coming back, that could be, you've missed school. What have I missed? And it's just, sometimes kids don't know how to react. And this one student, the teacher let me know, said, went, out of his way, like completely, like they don't sit together normally. They don't hang out together normally. Completely went out of his way to include her in groups, to share a snack, to walk with her. I mean, just the type of thing that I did a good news call the day, and I'm sure you can relate to this. It's like more often than not, when you make those calls, there are tears on the other end of the line. Because oh, yeah. the parent, good tears, <laughs> like, oh yeah. I mean, we yeah. we have to call for not so good reasons sometimes, and and when you make a call like that, it was just, I mean, and I was like fighting back tears, letting this one student know how proud I was of him, because that it was such a perfect example. That's what I thought about when I was reading your book, one drop of kind of one small thing. But I'm imagining that other student, the one who would had had been coming back to school. How did she feel going home? How was school today? It was great. Right. Mom. I had one of my classmates who did this, 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 and this for me. Oh, did the teacher ask him to do that? Nope. He just nope. did it because he was being kind. I mean, and it yeah. was like the poster child for for a small act of kindness that 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 probably buoyed the rest of the school year for for the student who was who was missing school because of an illness yeah and it's funny you know because not funny but ironic you know i I have so many principal friends like you and, and others and teachers that you know everyone needs to make calls 
not send an email. And, you know, I think sometimes teachers kind of in, in haste or, you know, w- with time and, and same with, you know, administrators stuff. Oh, Hey, your kid did this today. It was great. No, you know what? That, that's not, that's not the message we need. Take the time to be, like we said, be intentional, uh-huh. get on the phone. And the, you know, the best for me, sometimes if you don't talk to the parent and you leave the voicemail, they save oh. you for years, I, I, dude, like forever. And like, Oh, it just, it goes so far. And that's why, you know, I highly encourage every teacher to not send that positive email, but to dial on the phone. And it just, it's night and day, man. Yeah. Night and day. It's, yeah. I, I secretly sometimes when the phone is ringing and ringing, it's like, please give me voicemail. Please give me voicemail. I know, me too. Because, <laughs> because I want them to be able to play it. And I did it once for a teacher. I did a good news call for one of our teachers uh, several years ago, Um, just called her husband to just say, you know what, Kathy is the bomb. I mean, just just saying, you know what, your wife is amazing, what she's doing here for school. We so appreciate her. I got He's a firefighter. So I got okay. And I didn't tell the teacher that I was doing it. And I got this idea from from another another principal friend to, to do this with teachers as well. And the teacher I love came that. the next morning and in tears <laughs> saying, Ugh. saying we were out to dinner last night for my daughter's birthday. And my husband pulled out his phone and said, I want you to listen to something and played your voicemail. <laughs> and, and I was getting all misty eyed. Like as she's telling me, she's just like, thank you so much. And again, it, it was what a 60 second phone call that probably that that drop of kindness rippled for weeks uh, and probably and it, more than that. I mean, that was years ago that I made that call that I'm sure she still remembers that. And again, that is in no way saying, oh, look what I did. That's an idea that somebody else gave me. It's an example of everyone can do this. Teacher, administrator, anybody can do this. Dude, that's just, that's so on point right there, yeah. man. Anybody can do this. And, you know, it's like, it like when we embed it in our cultures at school for our four and five-year-olds, regardless of what they have going on at mm-hmm. home, it becomes automatic. You got seven hours, you embed it in your culture, pre-K through 12, the teachers are becoming, the students are becoming, our community becomes, and adults need it too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If anything, yeah. I mean, you think, think about some of our, you know, interactions throughout the day. You get the poor lady at the burger stand who just gets yelled at because you know Jimmy's fries were not cooked the right way. Uh, that person has no control over what happens. Yeah, she doesn't need to be yelled at. Doing the best we can. It's like we have to have that, you know, presumption of positivity that someone actually is trying the best they can. Yeah. Well, and think of the times that you've gone to Chick Fil A. Or in and out burger for, for those of you. Mm-hmm. It's like the employees there are trained. <laughs> They're kind more than many other <laughs> uh, fast food establishments. And it does make a difference. The, oh, totally, the, dude. The totally. Whole, the whole, my pleasure at Chick-fil-A. It's like they're not, they're trained. They don't say you're welcome. They don't, they say my pleasure. And that intentionality from from the top of, of the Chick-fil-A corporation that, I mean, 
it makes a difference. It makes, oh, yeah. and, and I love, I love that example of so-and-so's getting yelled at because the fries and it's like, or the time that you have to call, you have to call the customer service line for your cell phone bill or something like that. And it's like, I frequently, if I have to do it, it's like, what's your name? Sally, Sally, please understand. I'm not upset with you. <laughs> You're doing your yeah, job. Yeah. Like, and I think that is so important because you think about it, I wouldn't want Sally's job because all she does is answer the phone and have people yell at her all day. So it must exactly. be nice when people don't yell at you or say, thank you, Sally. I really appreciate your patience with me. I know I didn't really get understand what's going on. Thank you so much for helping out. So. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I um, spent an amazing week in Spokane last week at the NESP um, principals conference. And uh, the morning I was leaving, I said, Hey, can I talk to the manager? And the front desk lady's like, Oh no, what's going on? I said, just, just need to check in real quick. And she comes out and I just said, you know, you know, I'm not like the worldwide go, you know, travel every day guy, but I said, I do stay at the, um, the Marriott Bonvoy properties. This was called the Davenport Grand. And I just want you to know from the second I walked in, I was treated so well and so kind. I said, you know, customer service smiles going out of my way. I mean, out of their way. And from the top, I said, can I get your, you know, your manager's email? And so went up to my room, spent 10 minutes writing a really kind email, naming employees' names. Mm. And though, you know, so like, the next day I got three emails from the boss, the boss's boss. And you know, the boss's boss is like, gosh, you know, thanks for taking the time. Yeah. And you don't know how much this means. And um, they knew I was an educator. She's like the same thing for you. You know, it's, it's wonderful to get this and people don't do that enough. And um, we have to, man, no matter what you do, if someone's doing right by you, yeah, maybe it should be presumed, but gosh, take that second to tell them or to tell their boss. It makes a difference. Well, and again, as as school leaders, I love it. And I'm sure I can speak for you too. When when a parent comes to you and says, I just want to tell you how awesome Mrs. So-and-so is or Mr. Mm-hmm. Is, or the, the crossing guard there was amazing. When they tell me that, now I get to go and pass that on to to the teacher or to the to the the crossing guard or whoever it is, and it just makes their day. And it only takes a couple, like it took you 10 minutes, which is, oh, I don't know. But that 10 minutes, the ripple effect that that would create for those employees, I mean, that might lead to a raise for one of those. Totally. I mean, that might be, they, that person might've been right on the cusp of a, of a performance review or something like that. And your 10 minute email may have led to that person getting a raise which leads to that family now being able to buy the house that they've been saving. For. I mean, and I'm, I'm just extrap- extrapolating now, but tell me that that's not possible. It totally is possible because of that. Oh, 100%. And to even go deeper and darker, Brent, is like, we don't know what happened to that person. You know, they could be, you know, mm-hmm. maybe making a decision that's going to impact things negatively, like, you know, going to that's- drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, running away or beating someone or whatever. It's like, it, yeah. it really matters. And it like that kind of stuff should be embedded in, you know, our government training, um, CEOs, businesses, everyone should have some sort of training on empathy, kindness, and compassion. And it, 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 it has to happen. You know, our world is, 
got enough issues and why can't we why can't we just do this one thing no i i agree with that i i i've actually i wrote about something very similar like you said it's like we're not trying to over dramatic dramatize things but in a society where suicide is all too real uh those simple acts of kindness literally may save a life i mean totally and you know especially in our line of work you know now like it's becoming an epidemic to see these middle schoolers and high school kids take their lives it's just it's devastating Mm -hmm. devastating yep and we and we have the ability to do our small part which can small small acts can reap big dividends so totally well gosh jeff i'm I'm a broken record at the end of my podcast episodes when I say like, well, if nobody listened to this, it's okay because I got something out of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally. I got a, a deeper connection with my pal. And exactly. we just got to have a great chat about things that are uh, important to hopefully more than you and I. So. Oh, well, every this isn't this is applicable to everybody. Again, whether you're a cafeteria worker, I love how you said uh, character coaches. What a great what a great title for your playground aids. Yeah, that was that's a Sherry McCormickism, my AP, and it's like you know what? Come on, they're not lunch lady or noon duties. Whatever. They're character coaches. They're there for the safety and the character of all our kids. Why not call? You know. So yeah, uh, that that may be. Uh, I'm I'm jotting that down right now. I'm going to talk to my AP, who is also a fabulous, fabulous like co-principal. Shout out to you, Cassie Caldwell. But um, well, Jeff. Like I said, thank you so much for taking the time, my friend. This was uh, – I got something out of this, and I am, I'm going to speak for people who are listening. I'm sure that they've got something out of this too because you've given some some ideas like that kindness crew, um, just those – or writing that email to an employee when you go to um, the hotel, or maybe it's Starbucks. Maybe it's exactly. just, just overly – just just did an amazing job say is your manager here and and tell that manager because again that's going to make that person's day so yeah especially because you know that barista we know they've made a mistake we know they've been yelled at like uh-huh. really come on uh, multiple <laughs> times multiple times that day more than likely so yeah exactly exactly well Jeff, how can uh, how can folks get in touch with you, and uh, if they want to get a copy of of your awesome book, One Drop of Kindness, how can they do that as well? Oh, thanks, man. So um, I'm an active Twitter user. I my um, um, my Twitter name is at Jeffrey Kubiak. Um, I have a website, JeffKubiak.com, and they can get books there through Amazon or. They can um, pay a little extra to get a signed book with stickers and personalized, or you can go to Amazon and, and get the book. Um, you know, uh, I also have a Facebook page called One Drop of Kindness. So uh, I'd love to have you on the mailing list, get kindness updates. It's not about my book making money because actually part of the mission of the book is to give back um, a chunk of the proceeds to make life better for others. So awesome. Um, Thanks for uh, having me. I appreciate it, Brandon. This is uh, this was fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this chat. Like you said, get to get to know you even better, and uh, hopefully next year, maybe at NAESP, I'll I'll join you. I, I tried to get to that, but uh, wasn't able to get to that this year. I was suffering from FOMO, watching all the Twitter feeds. 
Get you. Dude, put it on your list because it's in Louisville, not Louisville. Um, but you go a day early and do the community build. It was epic. We built a playground for a needy school, and that was probably one of the best days of my life, my friend. I saw that. 120 principles. Do it, baby. <laughs> I will do my best. All right, Jeff. Thank you again, my friend. Totally appreciate it. Great job on all that you are doing. Uh, you encourage and inspire me, my friend. Likewise, so, buddy. Thanks so much. It's uh, oh. been a great chat and I look forward to meeting you. Uh, you got it, man. And for everyone listening, thank you. Again, uh, we do this to try to encourage uh, other educators out there to share our stories because everyone loves stories. And the only thing better than a good story is a story with a message, which is what we're trying to do with the podcast. Uh, again, you can subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. We're in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever your podcast host is. You can find us there, Teaching Tales. You can also listen directly on uh, the website at brentcoley.com on the podcast page there. And if you want to get a copy of my book as well, Ed, Stories of Edu Influence, you can get that on my website or on Amazon as well. So thanks everyone for listening. Jeff, once again, my friend, thank you. And until next time, have a good one.